Okay, hi, this is Carolyn Elliott. And this is Layla Bernard. And um, it's about nine in the morning on a Saturday. And we're just doing what we do. We're just talking about stuff. So Layla this morning was a bit teary. She was having a deep experience pondering the... Emptiness. The total emptiness and aloneness of all of us. And I said to her, Layla, I, I don't think I get it because, you know, I understand that we're all ultimately just one consciousness... But, you know, as long as we're in these forms, we seem to have all these cute, fun differentiators. We have these different little personalities and vocabularies and bodies and stories and styles, you know. And so while I know that I can never relate to anything other than the one mind and the one heart in anybody else, I do find the little stylistic flourishes of divinity in their infinite variety so sweet and so fun. And so I'm not really getting... I I haven't felt, like, so alone in that. Yeah. And so I'm curious about Layla's experience of feeling the aloneness dimension. That's Lulu. She's playing with her. We're definitely not alone in this material realm. We have (laughs) two-year-olds who are busy shopping (laughs) with their shopping carts, their pretend shopping carts. Yeah, just like we're all busy with our pretend little shopping <laughs> all carts. All so busy with pretend shopping carts <laughs> in the bug. U.S. of A. of 2021. We all are so certain there's something that we just need to buy. <laughs> just need to buy it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm really laughing and appreciating how much I think this is like part of my own like fascination. Like, I think this is a really great example of like my existential kink drawing me whatever into truth is that like i'm not sure that i'm not sure that everyone really is like turned on by emptiness the way that i am turned on by emptiness and when i say turned on by emptiness i mean that when i really contemplate the like true nothingness behind all of these like delightful forms and costumes and stories and little flourishes and articulations like when I really sit back and realize that like there's only one of us doing this it just fills me with a huge amount of sensation like sensation Mm. to the max that like I, I can recognize, like, in my teenage years was, like, the cause of so much emotional pain and suffering and mm. mental illness. Mm. Like, to contemplate the nothingness just made me crazy. And now I'm, like, writing love letters to it, trying to understand it. Like, I just know that the consciousness that is alone in its room dreaming all of the crazy stuff that we are and that this world is like i just love that thing so much i get it so much i like i like want so much to like go be in its room with it and be like honey you are not alone but the irony is that like when you get to its room and you can go talk to it you are it And you are just utterly so alone with it. And then you deeply understand why it does all the crazy 
stuff <laughs> that it does because it's so lonely. Well, so can we talk about this more, Layla? Because I've heard you tell yeah. recount this a few times now, and I, I never get tired of it. It's so, so beautiful, <laughs> the vision of um, meeting the, the all-mother, uh, Dolores, in her room and, and seeing her there, and she's pining for love. Yeah. And she kills herself because yeah. she, you know. I mean, that's it. So I feel you. Story. I feel you. And I feel, you know, I feel the resonance of that as a story. And it, it really resonates with me. And it really um, delights my heart. Of course, it also um, has some element to it, you know, just because it tragedy. is. tragedy. Well, well, I'm just saying it, in order to be particularized into vision, mm-hmm. it had to highlight some you know it the, i guess you saw a mythic a mythic representation of the godhead that perhaps highlighted a specific emotional theme for sure well i mean i've been laughing like for sure so my my story of like meeting god and god taking me to her room and telling me what she did which was kill herself because she's so in love with her boyfriend who doesn't exist um is absolutely a like hilarious version of like God is created in our own image, just as we are created in God's image, because as above, so below, as within, so without. So like, for sure, I can tell that like this vision of the divine tragicomedy is for sure very resonant with my own particular favorite flavor of divine tragicomedy and that's why I can see it and Mm -hmm. why it occurs to me and like and I'm not even saying that it has to make sense to everyone like right like I can see like that in this experience like you know I talk to people all the time I try to communicate my gnosis all the time by being like yeah and we're just so alone like there's nobody here but us like we are really the only one who is here and um i i hear so many people be like oh but that means we're all together like we're that's, all that's immediately one. where my and mind exactly, goes and i think that that's like why we're such good friends <laughs> because like because like i think that those are like the yin and the yang truth polarity of it is that like you know and that is the like and that is the like annihilating breaking apart non-dualistic truth of it which is that we are totally alone out here people really alone and yet like that means that we're never alone like we are so fine like we're so okay and like every like that's why I was I was crying reading this 41st Gene Keys thing this morning that I would love to... Yeah, so we're, we really... Read. We're big fans of Richard Rudd and the Gene Keys. So we yeah. like to read his contemplations. So what and I you, was sharing with Carolyn that this was making me cry the other day. This, this is from the the white Gene Keys the, book. The 64 Ways Personal Contemplations on the Gene Keys. So he says... So, you know, I've been talking about, like, it's all a story. Like, this is God's movie. This is God's favorite movie that she loves to watch every day over and over. And it says, this isn't a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Hamlet was in some serious shadows when he said that shit. (laughs) This has an exquisite ending. The 41st city is about the fulfillment of our wishes, our dreams. All our dreams will come true, just like in the fairy tales. 
The powers of grace will ensure that our dreams come true, but only when we've discovered what our highest dreams really are. All those fantasies we began with, like the dream of higher things, like money or the perfect partner, or an escape from our suffering, are all impulses seeking the source, emanation, our immortality. One day, we will return to our immortal nature. We will come to the end of our human evolution. On that day, the tale will end. Outside of time, there are no longer any stories. And when there are no stories, there are no children either. The two come together. We can allow ourselves to be a child and remember that all this will end well. If it doesn't appear to, it's because we're still in the part that's working out the drama. People enter the stage and leave the stage. Life and death are a part of the drama. One day, though, our dreams will come true, and all those we've loved will become merged within our heart. We will realize that we've never died, nor has anyone. It has all been the most wonderful dream, Carolyn. And the greatest paradox is, is that if we hadn't been asleep in the first place, then we would never have even seen it. And that is just like the thing that makes me cry and cry and cry. Not for sadness or for happiness, but just for the like hilarious, hilarious beauty of it. I see. I see. I love it. I love it. I mean, I love to hear you cry. I hope I never stop crying. Um, I love to hear you cry. I think I think that we came at our gnosis from different angles because you had your love of death. Yeah. And I said, hey, Layla, just be the vibration of death. And you did that. And it, it worked so well. It worked so good. And, um, like, the I think the way that I get into the samadhi easiest is really contemplating, like, yeah. Union. Union. Like I was contemplating my union with you in the last ceremony I was in and that yeah. like brought me into like, oh, 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 hey. Yeah. And like, you know, and before that, like contemplating like sexy time union with primordial Buddha. <laughs> yeah. And I love to contemplate how like I can never like, if, you know, if anything in this world should ever happen to Lulu, like I can never really be separate from her like and and yeah from absolutely everybody like in all of the separate all of the apparent separation that seems to create such yearning it's it's all yeah we're all a part of each other and it is I do consider it a glorious grace to be in this level of perception this world (laughs) like um to be human and apparently in separate bodies and personalities. What a relief. What a glorious relief from the the throbbing all heart. One eternalness. From the one eternal heart. Um I know it's good to like to have a smoke break down in like <laughs> Malkuth where you can just let your hair down and yeah. not like worry about it. Yeah, in a way it's a lot more chill and um but yeah, I feel you. The the cosmic tragic comedy is intense. It's very intense, and um, 
and just how sweet of it to do this manifestation into differentiated forms is really it's just so it's I guess I guess I'm comfort like I guess I like feeling the way that it is so kind it even is willing to protect me to a large extent from the full annihilation in the orgasm of love and death by giving me the seasons and the flowers and and time and time the slow march of time to like take it all in by giving itself that it gives itself that right it really is self-loving it is self-loving exactly like i i totally know what you're talking about yes because like it is all just like really happening at once outside of time Mm -hmm. and yet like god like someone should enjoy this like someone should enjoy all this cosmic deliciousness so like might as well make time and like make people (laughs) and things to be enjoyed and to enjoy itself yeah yep i mean what lavish kindness what lavish i know i know and even the way that like Right, we're all made in her image, and we all have these apparently free wills and ability to decide to do things within this world. And even how what a what a grace that is that apparent freedom to not be in the soup of the oneness and to be on you know, you can be on some trip about. Can, controlling Whatever. things or I don't know literally what, like, any you trip do, you can do any trip you want yeah and she's just like cool that's what I want to see I just want to see that whatever that is if you can dream that then like let's just see that let's do that yeah I think I mean one of the things that really like was making me super squishy and tender this morning was like really feeling the way in which like delusional fantasy like we can suffer through fantasy so much by like imagining things that aren't real um you know and then like hating reality for not matching up to our fantasy version of it and being like why doesn't you know why doesn't the things that i think would be so much better than this come true right now (laughs) but like you know, this morning I was just feeling, like, so gushy and, like, broken open, like, in this best, great, horrible way of just, like, literally whatever you can dream, whatever, like, exists in your mind and, like, exists in your heart. You know, I feel like I've heard you say this before, Carolyn, is just, like, th- that's a real. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. If you can feel it in your heart, if it, like exists there then like that is where it exists and I think just in my like contemplations of like love Carolyn like it's both so beautiful to know that like we have the thing that we want like right here and it's also like paradoxically and hilariously and just like God herself like so heartbreaking and like like then there is no point like there's no point in doing anything because we already have it 
And so I just see sweet baby Lulu is coming to illuminate us with her needs. Um, I just see the way in which like we are compelled, compelled to imagine that something needs to be done because when I, when I hold in my heart, like the truth that everything that I really want is like already here for me. Yeah. And that means that I'm dead. And that means that like nothing will ever happen. And like, there is no motion. There's no motion in knowing that I already have what I have. And that's beautiful. I am so safe. And yet like, mind-bendingly and insanity-makingly like life goes on and demands content like life demands content and um we got to pretend you know what i mean like there's a there's a need to pretend like something needs to be done even though we know nothing needs to be done and i can tell that i'm just like not communicating this very clearly but it's definitely um um the the create it's like the creative tension at the heart of everything which is that like everything is perfect and nothing needs doing and yet somehow we still have to go along and do it do it anyway <laughs> you know <laughs> and like and believe in the fantasies and i can see how like believing in the fantasies is so beautiful and so divine and no one should ever for a single moment like feel stupid for like chasing after things that aren't real or like aren't here yet because like they are real like the fact that you can see them in your heart is their realness The, the ultimate um, fulfillment that we all have is uh, really annoying and humiliating. It's annoying and humiliating. Like it's that's that's true, Carolyn. It is annoying and humiliating because it means that we have to stop. We like have to stop having drama and stop having things to talk about. And stop having, like, things that annoy us and things that could be better. Like, truly, it is the end of time, like Richard Rudd said, or whatever his name is. It is truly the end of time. And I've been feeling that a lot lately, like, interacting with my friends, just realizing how much, like, you know, even in what I've wanted to share with you, Carolyn, I can even feel how, like, when you just share the good news of, like, how good stuff makes you feel, it's, like, boring. It's, like, actually boring. And how, like, in order to, like, get attention and, like, buy-in and engagement, people really like there to be some element of suffering and drama. And, um... I think that's the hilarious truth is that like there is no difference between our abject melodrama and the highest enlightenment because making abject melodrama is truly what God chooses to do with her fucking free time. So like it is divine. It is holy. It is true. And it is correct. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry if there's ever any times when I'm not fully receiving your enjoyment. No, Sometimes no. when I'm not like fully 
no. at that vibe myself. It's and it's fine, Carolyn, because like I can. It's just a powerful teaching on how like these existing humans like don't um, want to be fully satisfied. You know what I mean? Like I find my own stories of my own satisfaction to be so like triflingly stupid. It's like embarrassing to admit what satisfies me. It's embarrassing to admit like how the like stupidest, smallest things just like mean so much to me like so much love and richness and goodness and like communion can come to me through like gestures that like my mind can tell me are accidents and like don't mean anything and yet like I can feel that communion and that love and that goodness in like the smallest the smallest encounter and it's just like it's stupid like i can feel how foolish how truly foolish this state of consciousness is like he's not called the fool for no reason it is it is foolish to like be so pleased by like you know your crush sending you a blow off text message like how can you find fulfillment and like satisfaction in your crush telling you that they don't want to hang out with you you can my friends it is possible you can have your like heart annihilated wide open into just like the truth of how loved you always are by anything and like and it's weird and it's really weird and it's fucking lonely because like you then try to tell other people like oh my god carolyn you'll never believe what he did and said today he told me he didn't want to get tacos <laughs> he told me he oh didn't want to get tacos <laughs> and you're like trying to communicate the like ecstatic <laughs> bliss of how loved you feel by your crush telling you that he doesn't want to get tacos with you <laughs> and it doesn't make any fucking sense and like that is the thing that has driven all the poets crazy over time like that is the thing that's driving me crazy in the best way is like how do i even how do i even sing the thanks and praise it doesn't make sense yeah you know that's something whenever i'm doing existential kink i always need to tell myself in order to get off on anything I always need to tell myself it, it doesn't matter if anybody else can understand or appreciate this. I'm allowed to have this fulfillment, even if no, it makes zero sense to anybody else. Ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yes, I think that's the thing is that even if it makes zero sense to anyone else and that like that's, I think, at the heart of the loneliness contemplation here is that like we want so much to be able to like translate our hearts and our comfort like and our and our minds and our gnosis like we want so much to be able to take what is in us and like share it with another person and be like drink from my cup it's amazing it's delicious but that's like the hilarious paradox irony which is like you are already drinking from the cup. You do not need to drink from my cup at all. Your cup is perfect and delicious for you. 
and my cup is perfect and delicious for me. And though we are here watching each other drink from our cups, we will never, never, never actually drink from anybody's cup but our own because there's only one cup and we are the fuck alone with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're I think, and we're also we're also watching as, everybody else get drunk. Yeah, we're also are all we've poured, you know, our blood is all intermingled together yeah. in the cup and it's all there and all the deliciousness that you taste when your crush doesn't want to get tacos with you is infinitely interconnected with all the suffering of everybody <laughs> else that the stuff you know this and it's not even suffering it's, it's like bliss. Even, yeah it's like truly bliss like that is the like we i don't know it's like the weird paradox of it is that like here we are alone at the end of time at the beginning of time nothing is done everything is complete you know, like we haven't even started and yet it's all fucking done already for us. Like here we are. We have already murdered all of our best friends and all of our lovers and their blood is just like we've had the best orgy. We have like truly like done everything we could to like unite with our lovers, with our friends, with our enemies, with everyone. We just like fucked them all to death, Carolyn. And they're like, blood is everywhere and our blood is everywhere. And it's just like, it's a lot. Like we are really all together. And like in the wine of our fornication, in the wine of our fornications, we are all mixed together. And it's like, it's like so hot because we got here through like our love and our like tender first kisses and like all of the everything that we had to do but in the end like here we all are like mixed together and like the the like thin films that we came to each other in these story cloaks that we came to each other in are like taken off and everyone is revealed totally naked as nothing and here we all are together as nothing and like it is like the huge paradox of like we are so 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 together that there isn't anyone else here mm-hmm. and i think that like i mean i'm just like eternally grateful to you caroline i'm really grateful to you because like like thank you for like being the other pole of the like gnostic experience like so firmly because i feel like it's between holding those like two poles apart that like the whole circus makes sense Mm. you know like you really have to hold on to like the we are all alone and the we are all in this together like equally hard with both hands to keep the circus up and like but isn't that funny because like it's the circus that everybody is like fucking terrified by because the circus seems pretty fucking scary there's some monsters in that circus oh hells yeah oh hells yeah there's big monsters in the circus yeah that was really a really deep gnosis moment that i had was um realizing that like my sexual pleasure is always connected to every other being experiencing sexual pleasure in every other context uh, throughout the manifest realms like whether I morally approve of them or not and it's like the degree to which I 
I'm trying to separate myself or make myself superior to any other experience of sexual pleasure that's happening in the infinite expression. To that degree, I will constrict and I will um, not fully feel as I try to hold myself aloof or apart. And uh, yeah, I hear you. It's very annihilating, very... um, very humbling, and I, uh, the aloneness is, yeah, still tricky for me to contemplate, because I, I really, I, like, just because there is such a bounty of the apparent differentiation, and, and at what level could we ever be? How do I say? Like, um, like of course we we all have to be one one heart and one consciousness and one emptiness. But to the, uh, the ex- to the extent that there is anything, of course it has to be so multiple and so exquisitely different and so. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, so much exquisite differentness to experience. So much exquisite differentness to experience. And I think the part of the kindness of God, I suspect, is that she's very like us in the sense that, um, <laughs> you know, she has dreamless sleep where she's just, and she, and she has, like, just dwelling in the I am-ness of her totality. And she has all of these dreams that are completely endless there's no and they were not gonna stop there's no, nowhere they, for them to go they're just happening within the vast possibility of her always so there's no way to ever even lose the dream of differentiation nope like there's no way to be off the wheel of experience you can go into the formless timeless right and then but but the but the time is happening Right, it's like somewhere for some part, some dimension of you. Totally, I've just I've been I've been really feeling that lately. That like you know God, you know God as the dreamer, like absolutely chooses to dream. Like absolutely makes the choice to be in the dream. Mm-hmm. God is not God herself who is dreaming is not trying to wake up from the dream. She is like taking another Xanax and hitting the snooze button and being like, let's keep dreaming this one of my beautiful, beautiful sweetheart. I mean, I love I love imagining God as a sad girl because I guess I am just a well, deep and cosmic what, sad girl. What I and find like, s- true. It is true. And what I find so hot about you, Layla, is that you are so in touch with the deep aloneness and you are so able to be turned on about taco-related subjects and still obviously alive to the thrill of this, oh my God, there's a, apparently there's a man. Apparently. There's a man. Brave New World. Oh what is my God. this? A man. <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. Like it never happened before. Like I've never seen, like I've never read this story before. Like I've never seen this movie. Exactly. Like exactly. That is why it is like, yeah, because and that's part of the emptiness. That's part of the aloneness is that we're just like so fucking alone that like the first dream that like we can dream is just like the most beautiful one anyway 
they're all so beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's all so, so, so beautiful. Like even the sadness, even the heartbreak. And like, God, I'm just like, I'm laughing right now inside because I'm like, I don't think anybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Except the people who know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's like, what's driving me nuts. Aww. That's what's really driving me nuts, Carolyn. Oh, <laughs> is that like... Only the people who really already know can even fucking know what you're talking about. And so you might as well just be a raving lunatic. You might as well just be a raving lunatic crying about your crush not going to tacos with you. And people think like, God, you're so pathetic. Why don't you just get over him? And I'm like, how could you possibly ever get over God? Like, I know people pretend to be atheists, but it just seems so hard hearted. Yeah, truly, and, um, truly it is. Well, and so, so you're in touch with that and in touch with the, you know, the weirdness of the illegibility and the un, the untranslatability of it. Yeah. And you're also in touch enough with the multiplicity and apparent differentness of others to have the fun of being uh, slightly annoyed at how difficult it is to parent <laughs> yeah. others. It, I know, yeah. I mean, the truth is, is that everything's totally fine and that, like, no matter what I do today, everything is so beautiful. And, like, it's just like Richard Brun said, like, in the end, in the end, all of our dreams will come true. The power of grace will ensure that all our dreams come true. And like, that's what I've been saying for like, you know, since this crazy thing happened to me. It's like, it's real. All the fairy tales are true. It's just like they said. And like everything that we have ever wanted is right there. But it's like, it's a funny, funny prize. And then. And the prize is you get to be right here where we've always been. Like drinking this delicious, delicious cup of dreamy illusions. <laughs> like so dreamy. So beautiful. Like hot AF. <laughs> Great. So on that note, maybe we'll we'll wrap up this conversation. So thank you for listening, everybody. This has been the Sleepover Podcast with Carolyn and Layla. Um, have a wonderful time out there in the dream. Enjoy. <laughs>